Hey, Dave. Yeah, Randy. Since we founded Bombas, we've always said our socks, underwear, and T-shirts are super soft. Any new ideas? Maybe sublimely soft. Or disgustingly cozy. Wait, what? I got it. Bombas. Absurdly comfortable essentials for yourself. And for those facing homelessness. Because one purchased equals one donated. Wow, did we just write an ad? Yes. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, Right. For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Are you a lifelong fan of General Hospital? Are you a new fan who wants to know more about the history of the show? Do you enjoy talking about the show with others? Do you find yourself yelling at the TV? Is your self-care an hour a day in Port Charles? If so, we invite you to join hosts Amanda Kimmel and Shannon Coach at the place where all the hidden conversations take place and secrets are revealed. Meet us at Pier 54, a General Hospital fan podcast. Hi, welcome to the Poor Charles 411. Today we are going to be sharing our interview with another podcast, your podcast or mine with host Sherry. We had a great conversation with her. We covered everything from General Hospital to how we do our podcast. We hope that you enjoy the conversation. Welcome to your podcast or mine, where the creative minds behind the mic are interviewed. Now, let's get things started. Here's your host, Sherry. Welcome to another episode of Your Podcast or Mine. I'm Sherry, and today I'm speaking with Amanda Kimmel and Shannon Coach, the creative minds behind Pier 54, a general hospital podcast. So um, thank you so much for being on today. I appreciate it. Thanks for having us. I, so I, I was really excited when um, we got in contact with each other because I've been a general hospital fanatic. I, I kind of like uh, fell off a little while ago, but I just hopped back on the wagon um, <laughs> again. Uh, but I've been a fan of general hospital since I was like, oh gosh, my grandmother used to watch it and my mom. So, you know, it was kind of like, you know, ingrained yeah. in us. But I really started like watching when I was about 10 and, uh, uh, Noah Drake was on, so um, oh, <laughs> Rick Wingfield. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So you know, he was like the first, like my first, like celebrity crush. So um, mm-hmm. <laughs> besides Cookie Monster, he was like next. So. <laughs> <laughs> So I would, like, come running home after school and watch General Hospital. And, you know, I I was there for, like, the pivotal moments, like, you know, Luke and Laura's wedding, which you just uh, did a recap on a, about a, a couple of weeks ago, about a week and a half, two weeks ago, um, that I enjoyed listening to and, and a couple of others. So um, before we get started, I wanted to um, let you guys know that I have a two degrees of separation with one of the um, actors on General Hospital. Um, Kelly Monaco, um, who plays uh, Sam, uh, Samantha McCall, grew up and went to high school with my sister, but also um, her stepsister uh, worked with my mother. So um, there's there's a little tidbit of, of GH in, in there. So. <laughs> And you have two different yeah. connections, which is different. Yeah. 
Yeah, yeah. So, you know, we we were, you know, following her career, too, because she finished up her high school in, in the Poconos, where I grew up. Uh, she's from Philadelphia originally. That's where she was, like, born and, and raised pretty much. But um, her last couple of years were uh, in high school in the Poconos. So, um, you know, there, there's some... You know, and then she uh, became a Playboy Playmate and then, you know, moved on to, you know, I think she did a couple of movies and then she landed on GH and, you know, she's been there ever since. So she's had a a long and steady career with them, which is is really cool, too. So not many people last in the soap world in in one place. She actually started on Port Charles, which was the spinoff series. Yeah. When that yeah. ended, they brought her on, which is huge because you know they don't, they wouldn't just do that for anybody. So. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. That's right. I uh, sadly I forgot about poor Charles' spinoff. <laughs> My bad. Sorry. No, no, neither of us actually ever watched it, but we've talked about the fact that we should probably find DVDs and watch it and do like our poor Charles four one one about it, so that way. We can't right, address. it's a whole storyline that we have no idea about. Right. So many Yeah, and things. I remember watching it, too, but I completely forgot about it because there were so many, like, I, I grew up in, like, the Ryan's Hope, and, like, uh, there was mm-hmm. one called, I think it was called The City. Um, I was, like, an average ABC uh, soap watcher, so I was all about All My Children, One Life to Live, and, and General Hospital, and, and General Hospital is the only one that's that's remained, sadly, but, um, okay, well, before, see, I told you I was really, like, passionate about, <laughs> about General Hospital, so <laughs> well, let's talk about you guys and, and the podcast, so um, <laughs> now that everyone knows that Pure 54 is about General Hospital, um, how did how did the both of you meet each other, how did the project begin? It was really something that we kicked around for a while. We were both Girl Scout moms together, and at meetings, we would sit and talk about whatever had happened, you know, in the previous week. And we just kind of joked around like, oh, we should share our opinions with the rest of the world. We should start a podcast. And then finally this year it was like three weeks before the anniversary and Shannon was like, we're doing it. Come on, come over here and we're going to record this. And that's how it all started. And it was the name that hung us up because we couldn't think of what to name it. And one day it just popped in my head that they always have their little secret conversations and, you know, all that the secretive stuff happens down on the pier. And so we did Pier 54. <laughs> That's great. And, and yes, you're right. That ever, you know, like all of the, you know, evil doings takes, take place at the, <laughs> at the pier. <laughs> we actually had the pleasure of um, speaking with Bradford Anderson, who plays Spinelli. And when we told him the name of our podcast, he goes, where everyone dies. And I'm like, oh, man, we didn't think about that. <laughs> <laughs> so um, what what brought you into podcasting? Was there a specific podcast that you were listening to, or, or was it something that, that was, like, um, you know, always in the back of your mind that, that you wanted to do? Did you have broadcasting experience before, or, um, you know, what, what compelled you to start podcasting? Um, I think that it's, so we would always text back and forth, you know, and we thought we were funny and we thought we just liked the things that we would say. And we're like, you know, if we wrote the show, blah, 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 blah. And I think we just kept trying to think of different ways that we could do it. And then my husband actually has a podcast. Can I give him a quick plug? Oh, yeah, yeah, absolutely. Um, I I always ask at the end of, uh, well, close to the end, like, what are your favorite podcasts to listen to and, and why? Um, you could certainly plug it now, or you could wait until later. It's it's entirely up to you. I'll just give him a quick plug. He has a wrestling podcast called Ring the Bell Radio, and he and his friends kind of started the same way, where they would just get together and talk about wrestling, talk about wrestling from when they were kids and stuff like that. And he kind of encouraged us, I guess, to consider podcasting because neither one of us really want to do anything visual because (laughs) we're both moms and we don't want to have to look nice all the time. We want to be able to, like last week I had surgery and we were still able to, well, two weeks ago. Mm -hmm. And, um, you know, we were still able to record and I was a wrapped up hot mess, but (laughs) thank you for no visual of podcasting so it's 
It's good. Yeah. Oh yeah. I, I right now I'm I'm in my PJs, so <laughs> and no one has to see <laughs> except for you know the the cats sitting by my side. You know they're like uh you know, but <laughs> no one else has to see you know my my animal print uh, pajama pants. So that's you know that's okay. <laughs> or my hair's up in a bun. You know, like that's the great thing about it. You could do it anywhere, anytime, and you know, like and that's what I hear from a lot of people. Like you don't have to like dress up fancy. You could just like you know sit down at your computer with slippers on and you know nothing much else if you don't want to. (laughs) (laughs) Well, no, it doesn't matter if you're on a podcast because they don't see you. It's better to be a webinar. (laughs) (laughs) So um, your podcast is bi-weekly, right? Um, what the, do you generally release them on certain days, or is it is there no rhyme or reason? It's just whenever you could get it out, or is it like a specific day, like Tuesday and Thursday? What, what, uh... Monday's the weekly recap where we just talk about what happened the previous week, and we timed it like that so that people could binge watch over the weekend and get all their episodes in so we are kind of all on the same page. And not doing spoilers because we don't do spoilers. Right. We try Try not, not to. to. I don't think we've done one yet, but we've had it happen to us. Yes. <laughs> and then um, Thursday is the 411, which is just kind of more relaxed. We pick a topic and kind of go over it, give some history, or if there's a character that everyone knows is coming back or has been on screen, you know, one or two days, but other people may not know who that was, you know, if you're a newer watcher or whatever, then we can talk about where they started and why they're coming back and what role they might play now that they're back on the scene. And we've done some things with our audience where we just recently did a what if episode. And so we put it out on social media and said, if you could have changed a storyline, what would you do? Like, what, what would you do if you were a writer? And we have some really good responses, you know, and there's a big controversy right now that Drew Kane just died and all this stuff. But and we, we mentioned that because it's a new current storyline. But, I mean, there were some people who went back to the 70s mm-hmm. and were like, if this changed, here's how everything would have changed afterwards. And it, it was it was fun. Yeah. 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 Well, you know, the the thing about soap operas is, is that people can come back to life, you know, <laughs> in mysterious <laughs> ways. You know? Yep. <laughs> That that's a great part about it, you know. But <laughs> um, going going back to like the uh, nuts and bolts of of the podcast, uh, like what type of equipment do you use to record and edit your show? Um, is it, you know, do you use a specific program or uh, programs to do that? Well, we use Anchor FM as our hosting platform which we started with another platform and Anchor just seems more user-friendly and um, easier. They get it out. They distributed it to over 12 platforms, I think, for us, whereas the other one we had to do everything manually. But in terms of recording, I just we use my husband's computer and a program called WavePad, and that's where we do the editing. And we haven't bought a microphone yet. We started with a microphone, but we actually found that the sound quality was better through the microphone on my husband's computer. So he has a better computer than I do. He's a graphic designer and does all that fun stuff. So he has the more techie computer than I do. Mm-hmm. Well, that's cool. So um, you, like you mentioned, you're, you're a fairly new podcast, um, and there's been a lot of stories about Podfeed. Um, so what are your thoughts on it, and how do you avoid it? Uh, how do you keep everything fresh? I think that we have a really unique aspect where the show is on year round, five days a week, whenever we're not being preempted by political stuff. Um, yeah. mm-hmm. <laughs> we just wound up having to push back two days because of that. I think that that really helps. And the fact that the show has been on for, we're in our 57th season. So even for our 411 episode on Thursdays, we have a lot of information that we can go back to. Right. No, yeah. it's easier. You know, with a fresh storyline every week, obviously there's new information to deal with then. If you were doing a show that only runs the main season, then you'd be stuck the other months. So General Hospital's just easier to do in that way. Yeah, yeah. So, I mean, what do you guys do personally, like um, as far as keeping yourself um, 
you know, uh, I don't know, uh, eager to do the show? Is it just the love of the show and the love of podcasting, or or do you or do you take time to like just walk away from the computer and and uh, you know live your lives and not worry about the stats so much? So it's a fifty-fifty split, right? Oh. Yeah, no, it's fifty-fifty. Some weeks, you know, obviously there's some weeks that are super interesting, and so we're watching it every night and trying to stay caught up just because we don't want to miss it and it's so exciting. Then there's other weeks that tend to lag some, and so if we're recording on Sunday night, both of us will be like, "I just finished a half hour before we we're supposed to record," and <laughs> you, know, you just kind of push through because you want to talk about everything, you know, the following day. But I think we both just love the show. We both watched it, like you said. We started with our grandmas or our moms from the age of, like, seven, eight, nine, and then got into it ourselves as we were young adults. And and that's how we became friends, because it was just by accident. Like, I think we were sitting at opposite ends of the table at Girl Scouts, and she was like, you watch Cheryl Hospital? And then we started, suddenly started texting each other, and then it just became a thing. <laughs> In terms of stats and everything, I'm way more of a nerd than Amanda is. Oh, yeah. But I will screenshot her the stats all the time. Um, <laughs> but we've had some really good growth. But I'm also, yeah, I'm just a nerd. So we'll just do it. <laughs> we'll just say it that way. Like, I pay attention to, so we release every Monday and Thursday at 6 a.m. And then I make the audiograms and launch them on social media. And I've been playing with, okay, which time of day do I notice that more people watch the audiogram? Is there actually a spike in listeners? You know, if you plan it for around lunchtime or it's like 10 minutes beforehand when people are like, okay, it's 10 minutes to lunch, you know, what's on social media, maybe we can get, because we try to keep the show to about a half hour too because we want to be drive to the office friendly, lunchtime friendly. Yeah. And mom friendly uh, you know. we have kids between us, so... We don't get a lot of time ourselves. Well, yeah, I mean, a lot of people, like the commute is the perfect time to listen to a podcast. So yep. I, you know, I tend to agree with that. I mean, there there are some topics, however, where, um, you know, or, or some conversations where you get wrapped up and it's like an hour and 20 minutes and it's like, oh, boy. <laughs> well, we've got to keep this in because, it's, there's so, you know, it's so good that we can't not talk about it. So, <laughs> And those are the exceptions. You know, I mean, we've definitely done it. Oh, yeah. But, you know, for the most part, we try to do it. Yeah, yeah. So um, as far as podcasting, what would you say uh, is a – a common myth about it. Um, is there anything that, that you could share to with people that, you know, uh, about podcasting that, that people think that it's true about it, but it really isn't? I would guess just the difficulty of getting it out there. Like before we started, you know, we had no idea how to do it. If it wouldn't be for the fact that Shannon's husband had done it for so long, I think it would have taken us another year to get started. And it was a lot simpler than what we both thought that it was going to be. I have the easy side because Shannon is a nerd and likes to play with all the tech stuff and does all the editing. But even that, you know, the first time that she edited, I thought it was going to take her days. And she was like, no, it was 10 minutes. I cut this stuff it out and we're done. It was not 10 minutes. It was. And you made it sound amazing. She does a great job editing. It was definitely not. We've, we've improved, though, too. See, I would say the flip side where people think it's easier than it really is just because, you know, you do have to pay attention to things. Um, so, I mean, there's been times where we'll have side convers or we'll have conversations during it, and we have to look back and say, okay, we knew what we were talking about, but is that going to translate to the audience? I've, I'm struggling with how to answer the question because there are so many. I think. Well, I I, I think what you, you're, I think what I'm getting out of it is that, you know, th there might be some instances where. It, it might be an inside, not not joke necessarily, but um, you two know what you're talking about. And do you keep it in for posterity because it, it's a great conversation, or do you edit it out because people might disconnect from that? Is, is right, that right? You know, and okay. where's the fine line? I mean, how far can we venture off from 
storyline because so at the end of our podcast we do what's called the reality check and that came from the fact that we would keep we would keep sidelining and finally we were like no you know what let's give ourselves a designated section of the podcast to talk about ourselves um but I think also that people think that maybe podcasting you make a lot of money really quickly and uh-huh. you, you don't <laughs> don't want to yeah. assume, but I'm sure, you know, you know that, I mean, it's definitely hard work. It's not just my friend and I getting together for a half hour a week and we're raking in thousands of dollars. You know, it's hard work. It's like anything oh, else. Yeah. It's and, and, and it mainly costs people money. It, you don't really earn money. It costs, you know, you're you're spending a little bit more out of your pocket than you 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 know, like it, even if you're, you know, creating a free website, you, you know, you, there's still, you know, going to, if you're going to get a microphone or if you're going to like try to upgrade a little bit, it, there's going to be some monetary um, factors in there for you and you're not going to get money thrown at you. No. <laughs> um, you know, that, that's a common misconception. You, you know, like I, I wish it was that easy, you know, um, <laughs> but uh you know i i agree with that too i mean unless you're like real and a lot of people like focus on monetizing and stuff and i'm just not like into that too much really because you know i i am like really my own boss so i really don't want to answer to a sponsor not that i would like deny a sponsor but you know i i kind of want to keep my own keep it my own way and not have to answer to a network or or anything like that too so i don't know i guess i'm stubborn in that respect (laughs) well no because so i mean it's your time it's you know it's what you're passionate about so you know you want to make sure that and i think that's you know integrity that you're not willing to sacrifice your quality just to make a dollar right you know you want to stay true to your vision and everything and it's working yeah i think yeah so uh well okay why why don't we turn back to um some general hospital um conversation before we get back into the podcasting part about it have you watched like all like uh, many of the shows in in uh like I don't know what what decade you started watching General Hospital. I you know I probably started in in the seventies because it like late seventies early eighties is when I really started watching it um, and you know paying attention to it. Although it was in my house you know probably ever since I was born. What uh, you know and in the eighties it was all about like the music. You know we mentioned uh, Noah Drake and, and Rick Springfield that that connection, but also Frisco Jones, you know, he was like a big music, Jack Wagner, and uh, uh, even uh, Blackie, who was played by John Stamos, he was in a a rock band, I think, too. Um, (laughs) So, but they also, they also put out like a disco kind of song around the Luke and Laura um, era called General Hospital. I don't know if you guys have ever heard that song before. We have. I have. Yeah, no. no. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it, gotta, <laughs> yeah. YouTube it. it it's amazing. <laughs> it's just. It's like very like Luke and Laura and the Cassidines and stuff like that. So, <laughs> but it like it was all about the eighties and music and stuff like that. So that was like really appealing to me too. But um, I think. Out of all the the storylines, my favorite was, like, Luke and Laura uh, and the Cassadines and the WSB with Robert and Anna and Tiffany and Sean. Do you have any favorite, like, all-time storylines from from the soap? Um, I started, like, really paying attention probably around, like, 88 it would have been. And same as you said, I loved Tiffany and Sean. There's storylines with them were amazing and he had that cool secret back room in his penthouse where you could see all the monitors and everything and I thought that was the coolest thing ever and then moving forward 
probably my favorite storyline was when Karen and Jagger were on, and that was whenever Robin was involved with Stone and the whole HIV storyline came out. Um, That's probably my, like, most favorite storyline. I loved Karen and Jagger. And then Amanda's just a couple years older than me, and it's funny because we never really think about it until we start talking about things like this because – and I think we both grew up in the same kind of household where it was always on, you know, our moms watched it and we would catch it when we could. But then I think it's when you hit high school is when you can really watch it because you get home in time for it. Right. And so I started really paying attention more in the early nineties. And I think that when Luke and Laura came back and they had lucky. Yes. Was, you know, that's just, it's something that I just always remember, you know, with the Lucky and Liz. And I guess it sounds like our first storylines are our favorites because they're the ones that got us hooked. Right. So. Yeah. On our. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I, I think, well, I think I started getting hooked around like the Noah Drake, Bobby Spencer stuff, but like really Luke and Laura, you know, the, that, you know, and and um, her previous marriage with um, Scotty, you know, like that that was really when it started to like um, pull me in a little bit, um, mm-hmm. and you know, and then the divorce with Scotty and and Luke and you know all that. But what really I think the Cassidines with Elizabeth Taylor uh, in that role was just like crazy, <laughs> crazy good. So you know, and and like the. Like you mentioned with the the Cassidines with you know the the ice you know the <laughs> the thing with the ice uh, freezing over the the city and stuff like that you know like like that was really you know uh, and and I was really you know involved with like the when Luke and Laura came back you know I was like oh inter- you know like all interested in it, in it again and and lucky and and the Robin Scorpio um, uh, you know storyline too but you know coming up to like current times like I I'm conflicted because I love Anna and Robert together and I'm still trying to I guess convince myself that that Anna's good with with her new guy but I still want to see Robert and Anna together I don't know that's just that's just me I guess but we have that conversation all the time because Shannon is a big Finn fan, and so she loves Anna and Finn together. And I'm with you. I like the classic old school. Her and Robert should still be together, and that's the way that it should be. So we have that argument often. I like them together. I like Finn and Anna. I think they're good. But I was a Faden fan, so, like, I liked Finn and Hayden, but then she blew that up, so. <laughs> so, um... We're gonna make that a shirt. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and and you do have merchandise too. Um, why don't you, um, listeners, about that? I mean, you you, I have it like in my saved, uh, my saved list to to get something off of there, whether it's a mug or or a t-shirt. Uh, but you do have uh, merchandise available with some different um, statements on there too. So, what do you have available? So we have um, tank tops hoodies, T-shirts, three-quarter-length shirts, cell phone covers, coffee mugs, pillows. We're going to be having blankets soon. and Stickers. Stickers. <laughs> and we have a list of things that we want to have, but we have a couple that say, um, I'd rather be watching General Hospital. I'd rather be in Port Charles. GH is my self-care, which that actually came from one of our podcasts because we were just talking about how it really is like it's our little escape and it's supposed to be fun and it is it's our self-care it's our little time away from the world yeah <laughs> so um getting back to to podcasting how how has um podcasting improved or changed your life i think it's improved and changed mine just because you have to take the time out to do it it's a priority to get it done on the time schedule that we have And that makes me take time out from life to get caught up on the show and to have this girl time with Shannon. I mean, as much as it is work to get it out on time and, you know, do all of that side of it, at the end of the day, the conversations are our real conversations. We make a point not to text each other back and forth through the week about the storylines. 
So what everyone's hearing is our actual reaction to, oh, my gosh, I didn't think about that, or what did you feel about this, or I can't believe they were that stupid, or whatever. It's not rehearsed. <laughs> it's not something to be, you know, discussed. Those are our true reactions to everything. And so it's just really fun to get that girl time together and to talk about it. Yep. And we do the same thing with the Poor Charles 411. Like, we divide up the research, and then as the other one is giving their research, you know, I won't have read what Amanda, what she was doing. So, you know, I might not understand a part of my own research because it was prefaced in hers, but then I'm like, oh, that makes sense. And you'll hear about that later. But same thing as Amanda, you know, it's, it's, it's our time, you know, it's my me thing. Yeah. It's fun. Yeah. It's, (laughs) it's your me time, you know, it's, it's your escapism from the rest of the, the real scary world out there. So. <laughs> Don't you hate when you're listening to a great podcast and suddenly you're interrupted by an ad? I know. Thank goodness. Stitcher lets us listen to our favorite podcasts like Conan O'Brien Needs a Friend, My Favorite Murder, and many more ad-free for only $4.99 a month or $34.99 a year. Go to stitcher.com slash premium to sign up today. Use promo code PEER54 for one month free on us. Are there any resources that have helped you on your way? I, I know you said that um, your husband had a pod, has a podcast, so I'm sure um, he, you know, provided some, you know, helpful hints or, or pointers for you. So there's a couple, you know, I mean, we're in that Facebook group together. And so that's She Podcasts. And then there's Anchor has a podcast room, too. That, that's been helpful. But honestly, I think the She Podcasts, group has been really, really helpful because it's, everyone's basically just brainstorming in there, you know, and really there to help each other and just trying to connect with other podcasters, I think has been probably the most beneficial, you know, people, it's amazing how free people are with their time and their knowledge and Google. Yeah. And I, I think (laughs) podcasters are, um, you know, generally like very supportive of each other too. Yep. So um, what do you wish you had known when you started out? Ooh. Wow, that's a hard question. (laughs) I don't know. (laughs) Because we thought about it for so long, I think that – because I think that we're still figuring things out, too, because we're always learning Uh new new things. Um. Wow. Well, it's a learning process. I'm still learning too. So, I mean, I, I've only been on, you know, I've only been podcasting since August, the end of August, and I'm trying to find new ways to to do things and to to market, you know, and to make the show better. I, you know, you you always try to without, you know, losing the integrity of, of the show that you started, you know, uh, I think everyone, uh, you know, always uh, wants to improve what they're doing. You know, I, I think it's just like any other thing, you know, like even being a parent or, um, you know, working at a, a nine-to-five job, you always want to make sure that you still have what you want and keep it going and, and keep it going smooth. I agree with that because I think that we kind of just dove right in once we finally had the name and everything, but it's real easy to get stuck in the analysis paralysis where, I mean, I've seen people posting on in the Facebook group saying, I have five episodes recorded. I have all this stuff all set up for launch and we did no pre-launch. No. You know, it was just, we didn't do any teasers. We didn't do any lead up to it. So I guess maybe that we would have gone back and, you know, done the the teasers and the soft trials and stuff like that. But at the end of the day, I mean, we just kind of dove in and went, and that is totally out of character for me. <laughs> so, but it was, it, it was March and the show started on April 1st. And I was like, Ooh, that would be perfect. Cause that's a Monday and we can start on April 1st, which is the anniversary of the show. So we have to do this. And, yeah, I think it just all came together the way it was supposed to. And we do tweak it so we don't get so stuck in things 
that were not open to change. Right. So. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, I, you know, I'm, you know, quite impressed with that. Just jumping in and and you know knowing what you want, and that's a good thing. That's a good thing. I I jumped in and I had no idea what I was doing. I was just like, okay, let's <laughs> let's do a belly flop. Let's see where this goes. You know, so. <laughs> well, for your show because your show is so different. Because when I was first looking at it, I'm like, wait, she does a podcast about podcasts. That's awesome. Yeah, and and you know when I I I was. Um, recovering from a surgery and I was like what can I do that's different because I had done a music podcast in the past and I was like what can I do that is different and I'm like oh okay let's do a podcast about podcasts because I love podcasts I love and I like to know like the nuts and bolts uh, around like what makes things tick so I'm like okay let me start that and you know, I was like, okay, well, there can't be too many shows ab- about this. Like, let me do some research. And I didn't find any, but, like, as I'm moving ahead, I find that there are more and more podcasts about podcasting, you know, whether it's the technical side or the interviewing other podcast side. And I'm like, oh, well, I guess I'm not the only one out there. So, but that's that's good. I mean, I I love I love all podcasts. I don't, you know, the more the merrier, you know. I And... You know, I'm part of the the She Podcast group myself, and mm-hmm. um, and you know, forgive me for for saying this, but there there was someone earlier today that had posted something about being in competition with another podcast. So I chimed in and said something about to the effect like podcasting isn't about being competitive whether it's marketing or or not marketing it's it's not a competitive sport like football it's like a community of people that are fostering like you could be as niche as you want but you know um it it's you know not uh, not everyone's right. going to not everyone's going to listen to your podcast that uh, right. you know <laughs> well, I mean, how and, many content are there? You know, there, and well, just, there's a yeah, ton. Like, you know, so, oh, sorry, I'm sorry. Go ahead. No, no, no. I was just gonna say, I'm like, there's a ton, and they all seem to be doing well because people resonate with the host. You know, and you're either gonna like a certain personality or you're not. And mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, there are like over 770,000 podcasts. You know, it's closing in on a million. It'll probably be a, up to a million by you know end of the year or beginning of next year because you know i think i think a lot of people go in, into podcasting thinking like you mentioned earlier like it's going to be a quick buck and it's it's not that at all it's it's because people love talking about what they love talking about you know whether it's a soap opera like general hospital or if it's like a you know, a show about uh you know happy hour history or zoo archaeology or, you know, I don't know, whatever. But you know, there's a, a niche for everyone. And and like you said, there's plenty of different personalities for each kind of genre that you're looking for. So, you know, <laughs> that's, that's, you know, that's my thought on it. But, you know, I, I think that, you know, the podcasting groups are very, very supportive of each other. And when someone new comes in and, and chimes in and asks a question, they're not, they're not, um, you know, turned away. They're embraced and they're, you know, right. fostered by by people that have, you know, been doing it for a while. So I really appreciate that too. So yeah, it's hard because I mean it's it it's like an emotional support group almost, you know, because. You know, I, and I love that we all celebrate, hey, I just got 500 downloads versus I just got 5,000, you know, it's or 50,000, you know, it's everyone celebrates everyone's things. Yeah, yeah. So, um, milestones. moving forward, I was looking milestones. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, moving forward, um, if you could have dinner with any three characters from General Hospital, dead or alive, who would it be? And why? Do you want the characters or the actors? Um, the characters. Okay. Do you have yours? <laughs> Shannon's looking at me like you go first. 
Uh, do you want me to go first? Do you want me oh, to yeah. go first and then you guys could chime in after that? Perfect. Go ahead. Okay. Mine would be Lila Cordamine, <laughs> Anna Devane, and Jasper Jacks. Oh, wow. <laughs> yeah. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> they don't even need to have a conversation with Jack. No. Just sit there and look at him the whole time. Like, hi. Yeah. Hi. hi. Yeah. I know. I know, exactly. But, uh, I, you know, and I was, like, floating Noah Drake, too, and Robert Scorpio, because I, I love both of their characters. But there's something mm-hmm. about Jasper, man. I don't know. <laughs> but I feel like Jasper can handle a table full of women, too, so. Yeah. <laughs> do you want to go or do you want me to go? I'll go. Okay. Uh, <laughs> um, mine would be... Jagger, because like I said, that was the storyline, him and Karen, that got me hooked in the very beginning. And I feel like it would be a good conversation about, you know, the storyline from Batman. But also, he's just amazing to look at also. And um, probably Lila also, because she has all of the history. She knows everything. And she was just so sweet and kind-hearted. And, <laughs> yes. So that would be... Just a fun, fun to hear all her knowledge and and the love for everyone. And then, hmm. wow, this is harder than I thought. Mm-hmm. Oh, probably Sunny because I love Sunny and I love both his character on screen and then what I know of him personally with his mental health struggles and the way that that interlaps into his storyline. And that kind of hit, hits close to home, um, the yeah. mental illness in my life. And so I think it's amazing the way that he's taken it from his personal life into the storyline and given a real realistic view of the issues that bipolar um, people struggle with. So I think that would be an awesome, awesome Yeah, one. yeah. I have to agree with that. And also to interject about Lila, she was really, I I loved her, and I, you know, she's a very endearing character, but when Edward got out of hand, she would put him back into place, man. (laughs) Yes. So I think the three of us are also dinner with Lila because she was she was one of the first ones that I thought of on my list. Folks be having dinner with you, Amanda. Okay. Um, Because Sunny was also on mine for the same, and that's also something that Amanda and I connected over is the mental health issues in our personal lives. Um, so Sunny definitely has, Sunny and Maurice, you know, have a really yeah. soft spot in lives. So I will do different though. So I'm sticking with Lila. I'll let you have Sunny. Thank you. Because I know that we're going to be sitting in the next table. And Luke, just because he is so Luke, you right. know, it's, it would just be such an interesting you would never know where the conversation was going to go. No. And see, that third one's hard. Making that final it decision is. is hard. Oh, my gosh. Okay, those were, oh, I said Lila and Luke. So let's go with, oh, my gosh, there are so many. <laughs> I'll just go with Finn because he's my current obsession. So. <laughs> okay. Well, you know, I have to I have to interject about Sonny because I I love Sonny and and Maurice Bernard. It, he's he's a great character. It, and the current storyline that's going on with with Mike, I I bawled my eyes out oh. with um uh, just one of the the recent um so you know, one of the recent scenes, and I I just cried my eyes out um, over that, um, you know, because he's battling Alzheimer's, and you know, it's it's just a very, um, you know, tough, you, you know, it's a tough situation to be in, and you know, I've been in that situation personally, so it affected me, you know, in, in ways that I never thought. Like I. I you know, right now I'm crying like over ASPCA commercials and and 
Saint, you know, Saint Jude commercials too. Um, so, so it's not a surprise. Like something like that would would affect me too. But you know, I I think it was um, someone who came to visit him that uh, said goodbye. I, yeah. I can't was remember. Was it was it the Thanksgiving episode? Yes. Yes. Mm-hmm. Where it was Stella. He was one of the nurses. She's been gone for a little while, and she came back, and he didn't know who she was. Yeah, was that Stella? Was that her name? Yep. And that's one thing that we've talked about a few times on our show and that we're actually going to, we're going to try to figure out when to do a 411 about it because they really do do a lot of justice to a lot of social issues. But I mean, I mean, the HIV, Mm -hmm. you know, they've handled the mental health, you know, for a couple years, they would always have someone, they would raise awareness about Shriners. Yes. You know, I mean, they really do incorporate a lot of real life social causes that to bring awareness to that can help people. And that's one thing. And, you know, and this this, because Max Gale won one of the daytime Emmys last year for his portrayal of Mike Corbin. And at first, when he was recast, when he came back, we're like, oh, it's not Mike. It's not the Mike that we know. Max Gale is killing it, you know, and it's, he's doing such a good job at this storyline. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, the nurse's ball was, you know, um, was created basically for, for like the AIDS awareness with, with, mm-hmm. you know, Robin Scorpio in mind, if, if I'm not mistaken. Yep. yep. Correct. Yep. And, and it's such a, <laughs> Yeah, it's such like an iconic episode. Like every year, people come back to watch, even though even the ones that you know have stopped watching, they they stop everything and and tune into the nurses' ball because it's such a you know a iconic episode that people just you know have to you know stop to to take a look at it and Absolutely. and the memory of of every you know of everyone involved is, is brought back, you know, they, they talk about memories and, and things of that nature. So all of the other social causes that you were speaking about too, I, I think that it's very important and I'm glad that they are in the forefront of, of bringing that to, you know, people think of, of soap operas as, as light and fluffy and, you know, these things that they talk about really, Aren't and so I'm glad that they put it in the spotlight. Yep, so. absolutely. So um, yeah, Jasper uh, Jasper Jacks or or Jacks as he's known is is one of my favorites too. So when he came back, you know, when he always reappears, I'm like <laughs> always it always piques my interest. <laughs> so. <laughs> so that was awesome because that was actually one of the spoilers that we got because I was scrolling through Instagram and. So, like, there's a lot of accounts on Instagram that show old clips. And so I thought it was just an old clip. And it was Jackson Carly, like, fighting or something like that. And suddenly he, like, turned off the TV and turned around and said, I'm coming back. And I, I immediately sent it to Amanda. I was like, you're getting a spoiler. Sorry. <laughs> because it was such a cool promo for him to announce, like, the way that he did it. But, yeah, he's he's a good one. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> So have, you connected, have you connected with any you you mentioned that you did do an interview with with one of the um stars on on general hospital um and uh have you um connected with anyone else in, involved in the in the soap opera like uh producers or directors or writers or or any other stars for that matter to to come on to your show or are there are there like bucket list um guests that you would like to have so we actually have an episode coming out on december 5th so that's tomorrow from when we're recording i'm not sure when you're releasing this we interviewed sean canaan who played aj quartermain oh awesome yeah and he was great to talk with i think that both of us really 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 want to somehow connect with maurice we have um I think we have our bucket list. Who would be your? Who would be the one person that you want? Really, really, other than Maurice, study is off the <laughs> table. So hard. Um, I think I would go old school and do Robert and Anna. Okay. 
I, I Tristan Rogers and yeah, Cinnamon. Right. I would want them together. So I feel like they're like best friends in real life. I don't know that they are. Yeah. But that's the impression. They act so well together, and they've been on the show for so long together, off and on, that it would be neat to hear them interact. You know, at the same time, not just individually. Right. So that would be in my bucket list. I think I'd want to talk yeah. to Jeannie Francis. Mm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Because she just seems so. She's kind of like Lila. You know, she's super kind, but man, you do not cross her. But I feel like Jeannie Francis is very calm and reserved. So I would really enjoy, I think I would enjoy talking with her. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, well, I I remember um, you you had mentioned um, Luke Luke and um, Robert. There was a a great scene with them that they were at. I think they were at Ruby's, or they were at a bar somewhere, and they were both like drunk out of their skulls. And <laughs> I I think um, Robert had said to Luke, I need you to call me a cab, and Luke said, you're a cab, and they just started, like, cracking up laughing. That was, that's one scene that always stays with me, and I, I think it was, like, in the 90s. It was just, like, it's just a, a fun, funny scene between the two of them, so seeing those two interact with each other is, is you know, like, outside of, of the the soap opera world in, in real life, you, you always wonder mm-hmm. how they interact with each other, you know, so. Right, and I like think everyone. that it's great. I think that you can tell who loves working together, mm-hmm. you know, because, I mean, they have the chemistry. You see them breaking a little bit whenever they are catching someone doing something, you know, it's, you can tell, I think. Mm-hmm. So, um about podcasts, um, are there any of yours that are your favorites that you listen to, uh, you know, besides, like, out of your um, genre of soap operas? So do you li- do you have any that, that you go back to all the time to listen to? That's all you, Shannon. I am awful and don't listen to that many just because I feel like the car is the perfect place to listen to them, and I'm never in the car by myself. I always have my children with me and through everything. And so I really don't get to listen as much as I do. Shannon will suggest some here and there and I'll catch a couple episodes, but I really haven't, you know, dove deep into any of them because I know that I'm going to get addicted and I just don't have the quiet time for that right now. You will once they're older because my kids are all older. You have the spread. Yes. So I'm a real estate agent, so I'm in my car all the time. So I'm either listening to podcasts or audiobooks. I'll give them a little plug. Bradford Anderson and Steve Burton have the podcast. That's awesome. So that's um, Jason and Spinelli. And it's great because they interview a lot of their coworkers. And so it's fun for us that we get to kind of see them interact, how you were just talking about, you know, their relationships off screen. And it's fun because sometimes they don't even know anything about the person that they're bringing in because you think that they all know each other, but they don't because if they don't have scenes together, they're not even in the building at the same time. And they don't watch the show, so they know nothing right. about stories. Except for William DeVry does because he just tweeted to me. <laughs> so that's Julian. Um, <laughs> we just had a whole conversation on Twitter the other day. But so I'll, I'll give them that. I'm a bad wife and don't listen to my husband because I listen to him recording it. So I feel bad, but I'm still going to say Ring the Bell Radio is a great wrestling podcast if you're a wrestling fan. My Favorite Murder is one of my favorites. And I listen to a lot of, so I listen to a lot of true crime. Um, But I also like a lot of business podcasts too, because as we talked about earlier, I am a nerd. And (laughs) I like to, I just like to know the story behind things. So there's one right now that I'm addicted to called Business Wars, and they basically take two companies that, it's like Coke and Pepsi, and they'll basically give you the history of how Coke and Pepsi started, how the rivalry started, you know, and the different things that they've done over the past couple years, and it's like a five, six-part series, and so they've done it with McDonald's and Burger King, eBay, and something else, 
you know, airlines, all that. So, yeah, super nerd. <laughs> <laughs> that should be my new podcast. Super nerd. <laughs> but then I listen to real estate once, too. So, I mean, that, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I mean, like, like I said, there's a niche for, like, everything. So, <laughs> I mean, there are real estate, like, the business wars. That sounds really cool. I'll have to, to look for that. And I'm sorry, I didn't catch the what is the name of the of the um the first one that you mentioned? So it's called That's Awesome with Stephen Bradford. Okay. Because they say that's awesome all the time in the show. It <laughs> used to be called the Wood and Jackal show, but they changed it because so on the show and general hospital people all associate Stone Cold with Steve Burton, Jason Morgan, but the other 95% of the world associates it with Stone Cold Steve Austin. And so they didn't want to be confused because I guess he also has a podcast. And so they decided to change it to Stephen Bradford. That's awesome. Uh-huh. <laughs> well, I'll have to look for that. That's that's pretty neat. <laughs> yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. <laughs> and that's pretty much how it came about, yeah. <laughs> So, um, if you could step in my shoes, what would you have asked that I didn't? I don't know. I think you had a lot of great questions. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> I, 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 I really, I honestly, <laughs> we're both staring at each other. Like, I honestly don't know because I mean, you covered how did we get started? How how do we know each other? Right? Yeah. I mean, you really covered a good mix of personal and business and podcasting and whatnot. Okay. <laughs> okay, I always ask that because I may have missed something. So um, I always ask that. So um, how can people find your podcast on social media and um, ultimately listen to your podcast? So we do have a website at peer54podcast.com. We are on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. You can just search for Peer 54 Podcast and it'll pop up. And we are on Anchor. We're on like 12 different platforms. We're also on iHeartRadio. So, and, you know, Stitcher, Spotify. iTunes. iTunes. Oh, yeah. I'm not an Apple person, (laughs) so I kind of forget about Apple. (laughs) Apple and Microsoft is another story on uh, the business force. (laughs) And, um. Yeah, so just Pier 54 Podcast, will, we have the show up on there, and it directs you to, you know, you can pick whichever platform you want, but if you search on any platform player, you should be able to find it. Okay, great. And um, do you have any closing thoughts that you'd like to share to people listening to this podcast who are just discovering yours or people who have been following your podcast? Um, any closing words or, or thoughts? or? Um. Thank you if you're already listening, <laughs> right? And I guess just if you're a fan of General Hospital, so we don't do spoilers, we don't get into the relationship wars, you know, things like that. Because we just try to keep it fun. It's supposed to yeah. be about just enjoying the show and the enjoyment that we both get out of that and just kind of sharing that with everyone. We have the conversations we imagine everyone else would have with their girlfriends if they were sitting around watching General Hospital. Yeah. And I guess, I mean, we have fun engaging with people on social media. So we're pretty frequently, we throw out questions and stuff. And we like to do shout outs and everything. And we've talked about now that we have merchandise, you know, we can do giveaways. So I guess be looking for that to start coming up soon (laughs) because we haven't, it's something that we're talking about. Oh, wonderful. Well, uh, I'll keep listening, that's for sure. Um, Amanda and Shannon, um, thank you so much for uh, coming on to uh, your podcast, Mine. I really appreciate it. I think we covered a lot, and I talked enti- I spoke entirely too much. <laughs> but no, I love the show fine. as much as you do. So, <laughs> so if you ever need a general hospital them. nerd on, on the show, um, <laughs> let me know. I'll, I'll be glad to join in. No, but I mean, and this is this is kind of what we were talking about, that, you know, sometimes you just go with it, and this is when you have the episode that's an hour plus, and it's fine, because it's 
it's been a fun conversation. So yeah. yeah. Thank you for having us. Okay, thanks. And thanks to everyone listening to your podcast or mine. We'll be chatting soon. All right. So that's it. We hope that you enjoyed our conversation with your podcast or mine. Maybe you have some new podcasts that you'll want to check out and know a little bit more about us. Join us on Monday as we do the weekly recap. Have a good weekend. And we'll meet you at the pier. Bye. Bye. If you enjoyed today's show, we invite you to go to pier54podcast.com to subscribe on your favorite platform. Don't forget to leave us a review. And you can also follow us on many social media channels. Just search for Peer 54 Podcast. Also, we are not perfect, so if there is something that we missed or messed up, just let us know by emailing us at peer54podcast at gmail.com. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Want truly hydrated skin? Meet Osea's Body Care Breakthrough Hyaluronic Body Serum. It's clinically proven to increase hydration by 161%. It's lightweight, fast-absorbing, and delivers 24 hours of hydration for silky smooth skin without any sticky afterfeel. Treat your skin to clean vegan skincare from Osea. Get 10% off your first order with code SUMMER at OseaMalibu.com. That's O-S-E-A Malibu.com code SUMMER.